This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be joined by Jefferson Lilly, who is a mobile home park investment expert. Now, you're going to want to sit down for this one. So he's the founder of Park Avenue Partners, a private equity real estate fund that acquires and operates mobile home parks across the country. His investments funds are returning 10 to 15% internal rates of return to limited partners. We're not making any offers to invest on this podcast. Do your own due diligence. But he's acquired through his program over 31 mobile home parks in 15 states, $71 million in value. He's been on Bloomberg, New York Times, Real Money, and everywhere else. He started the world's first mobile home park investing podcast. There's a niche for you. And he's founded the world's largest mobile home park investing networking group. Who knew? Jefferson, thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> Seth, thank you for that uh, very rosy introduction. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. So let's go back in time. Yeah. I know you weren't always the foremost guru on mobile home park investing. How did you get started? Well, Seth, as I say, uh, when I woke up from the concussion, it just seemed like a good idea to buy a mobile home park. <laughs> right. My 13-year-old uh, son had one. He thought the same thing. <laughs> but, uh, but no, more seriously. Uh, so I've been in the business about 13 years. Uh, prior to that, I was working at, at three different uh, startups, venture-backed startups here in Silicon Valley. I had gone through the dot-com boom and bust and semi-resurgence. I was looking for... A, uh, a stable uh, a stable investment, a side gig. And initially I thought, honestly, Seth, I was like, well, I'll buy an apartment building. I've always lived in houses or apartments. Let me, you know, find one not here in the San Francisco Bay Area where I live, but, you know, one out in the greater Midwest will be more reasonably priced. Maybe I'll put in new kitchens, make it better for the tenants, put on a new roof, uh, you know, and, 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 and also bump rents, make it better for them, better for me. Then just in researching uh, multifamily properties for sale, uh, like on LoopNet, there would be, you know, a hundred mobile home parks, sorry, a hundred apartment buildings, and then like one mobile home park priced maybe 20, 30% cheaper 
And of course I thought, that's absurd. I'm not buying a friggin' mobile home park. Right. <laughs> and I kept getting hit over the head as I would search in Lubbock, Texas, Peoria, Illinois, Omaha, Nebraska, that there were these like niche one in a hundred multifamily properties, the mobile home parks that were priced much better. So that was it. It, it was part plan and part dumb luck uh, that I stumbled into these um, and just th then started researching them and discovered why, well, yeah, they're, they're priced a bit better, but there are also other things that we can get into that, that make it a much better investment than apartments or self-storage or office or other real estate niches. Okay, so you've got a BA from the University of Pennsylvania and an MBA yes. from Wharton. Yes. You would not think <laughs> that a Wharton guy no. would say mobile home parks because <laughs> I would assume and I'll make an ass out of you and me, that most people when hearing that word would have a whole bunch of negative preconceptions yes. about mobile home parks, who lives in them and what you have to deal with. So talk a little bit, I'm sure some of those pop yeah. in your head. Talk yeah. a little bit about your experience and how it's been so completely different. Yes, I, I never would have thought I would be here 20 years ago coming out of the fancy Wharton School of Business in Philadelphia. Uh, so mobile home parks do suffer from what I call mobile home park PR. By that, I mean, uh, every time there is a drug bust in a mobile home park, the, the, the cameras, the, the, the press yeah. are there. Every time a mobile home park gets hit by a tornado, within, hour, within minutes, <laughs> the press is there. Uh, that, unfortunately, is what makes the news is bad news. Um, it's not news when, hey, all the rent came in this month on time and the lady down at the end of the street over there is planting begonias in front of her mobile home park and the kids down there riding on their tricycles at the end of the other street and it's sunny and everything's just fine in this mobile home park. That doesn't make the news, but that's the reality, you know, 99% of the time in 99% of the mobile home parks. Um, and, and I discovered that just in doing my research. One of the first things I did when I started uh, learning about this business and, and decided I wanted to invest was I put together uh, an unofficial advisory board of 10 guys that all owned <clears throat> mobile home parks. And I would you know, get their life stories and present them with deals and they'd either say thumbs up or thumbs down or Jefferson, I don't know, but figure out issue X about this deal, then you'll know. So what I heard consistently was that, again, 99% of the time in 99% of the parks, everything's just fine. Uh, and frankly, you know, the bottom 1% of this business is rough. So's the bottom, you know, one or 2% of apartments or site built houses or anything. Uh, so in that respect, really mobile home parks aren't uh, anywhere near as bad <laughs> as people think. Um, and we tend to buy in the upper 99% of the market. So we'll, we'll, we'll cut off the bottom 1% of parks that are truly uh, that bad and just focus on the ones that are basically just fine. Okay, so it's not a 24-7 episode of Cops, apparently. No, so, sorry, sorry to disappoint. <laughs> all right, so had, I get- Or the Jerry Springer show. Right, There's right, that would be the other event. I, I, I didn't want to go there, you went there, that's not on me. <laughs> all right, so now that we've got that out of the way, how did you go from, you did your first deal, you got the yes. financing, whatever, you bought your first one, instead of the apartment buildings, you went mobile home, you said, okay, yeah. you got over the preconceptions, you realized they weren't true, you did your first one, how do you then go from that and scale to 71 million? 
Yeah. So uh, that was beyond my ability to do with my checking account. Right. I bet. <laughs> that that, uh, that first deal was less than a hundred grand down and I had that in savings and my next deal. And then I did actually put another six figures into houses and again, expanding the supply of affordable housing, uh, got, got a number of, of, of homes renovated and, and sold, bought my second park actually was zero down, hundred percent bank financing. Uh, and then uh, was pretty well uh, stretched thin, so to speak. So then this is now going back roughly six, six and a half years ago, I started raising outside capital. Uh, so I got started uh, with a business partner for that first deal and really the first couple of funds. Um, and we knew people, some friends, some people that really weren't friends, just sort of acquaintances, people that we knew were investors. So our first deal, which we put together uh, in the summer of 2014, uh, we, we went bookend to bookend with investors. We had one guy whom I'll refer to as Mr. Wyoming. He was an experienced real estate investor, told us he could come up with all the money to do our deal, was very excited. This would be his first mobile home park deal. Uh, he asked a lot of questions. He came back. He asked a lot more questions. He went radio silent on us for a week or so. He came back and asked many of the same questions. At this point, you know, we, he started obviously getting squirrely and, and we started talking to other investors. Um, that guy, Mr. Wyoming, soaked up a lot of our time and ultimately did not invest, sent us a one sentence email just saying, my wife won't let me do this deal. <laughs> Didn't even have the chutzpah to pick up the yeah, phone and yeah, talk to understand. Meanwhile, I had emailed our, our fancy presentation to a gentleman I call Mr. Boston. I used to live in Boston uh, 20 years prior. He was a neighbor. We had kept very loosely in touch, although I had not laid eyes on him in 20 years. And I sent him an email saying, here's our presentation. Let me know if you, you know, have time this week and I'll tell you how wonderful, you know, mobile home parks are. And he texted me and said, what's your bank account number I'm in? <laughs> and I texted him back and said, well, great, but when do you want to talk this right. week so I can sell you? He said, Jeff texted me back. He said, Jefferson, I'm in, I'm wiring you 100,000 in the morning. What is your bank account number? <laughs> so... In that first deal, ironically, again, we went from Mr. Wyoming, who chewed up probably 12 hours of partner time, uh, just asking then many of the That's same the questions, did not yeah. invest. And we hit Mr. Boston, who with one email and basically two texts, wired over 100 grand. So we've never had another Mr. Wyoming. It's never been that hard to raise money. We've never had another Mr. Boston. It's never been that easy. Most all of our other roughly 200 some odd investors are somewhere in between. Uh, so it does get easier as you go on. But it was just a lot of one-on-one -on -one conversations, the presentation, phone calls. Um, now we've scaled and, and now I'm on my third fund and it's a lot easier. I've got uh, a track record, which I think is pretty good. We've got repeat investors. We've got new investors. We do webinars when we launch uh, a fund. And so it's more one-to-many marketing that I do rather than the old one-to-one -one phone calls. Right. You got some um, <clears throat> so yeah, so we, we've kind of grown now over the last six and a half years from that first difficult to do deal, but we did get it done. It was actually oversubscribed. We had to return some money at closing uh, to again. Now I've, I've uh, just last year, 2019 closed uh, about a $15.8 million fund, which we're investing now in 2020. And at some point kind of middle of 
next year, 2021, we'll probably launch our next fund. That is absolutely fascinating, incredible story. Hopefully it's in a book somewhere. <laughs> I haven't yet done a book. But talk I about the, I know a publishing company, talk about the podcast and the world's mm-hmm. largest networking group. Yeah, so I started both of those. Uh, so it, it happened, honestly, uh, uh, part, part plan and part dumb luck. Uh, I got pulled onto somebody else's podcast to talk about mobile home parks now about four years ago. And then a month or two later, one of these podcast recruiters tracked me down from that first podcast, pulled me onto a second one. I didn't even know there were like podcast agents, <laughs> but that finally got the, the wheels turning in my head. And I just thought, hey, I should do my own podcast. There is not one on this unique niche. So uh, I started with my partner, uh, the world's first podcast just dedicated to mobile home park investing. We call it Mobile Home Park Investors. And we've got a website, mobilehomeparkinvestors.com. We'll link you through to it and to that LinkedIn group. So about that time, I then also just started up the Mobile Home Park Investors group on LinkedIn. We've got now 5,600 some odd people Uh, I, unlike a lot of mobile, sorry, unlike a lot of LinkedIn groups that are just a lot of garbage and people just, it's like a a dumping ground for press releases. I actually every week put an hour or two into it, filtering out that junk. I occasionally have to kick out people. I moderate it to actually be a useful group and to moderate it more like a conversation between park owners or people that want to be park owners and those of us that are. Um, So I kick out people that are just very self-promotional, which I think is another reason that that group continues to grow so, so rapidly because it's moderated and uh, actually useful for, for people in this business or want to get in. Awesome. Absolutely incredible story. Uh, Incredible business. I I know your time's incredibly valuable. I I have a few more questions before we wrap up. Your passion is, your passion's obvious. What do you like best about what you do? I find it to, to be very creative, you know, and, and putting together the pieces of the properties and then the people now, uh, I've scaled to what I call mobile home park 2.0. I got started with 1.0 where I answered the phone and, and I actually slept in a trailer on site one out of every three weeks overseeing the work. I mean, I was, I was doing all the work. I now have a team of people that work for me that do the phones and the marketing and the rehab work and whatnot. Um, but it's very creative. Uh, again, I had spent a decade in high tech. We're not as large as you know successful high tech companies, but it's really continued a lot of that same entrepreneurship for finding the investments and finding the ways to make the investments and invest in people and systems to source our own deal flow, that kind of thing. So it's still very, um, very entrepreneurial. Uh, it'll never be Google. You know, I'm never going to w- walk out with a billion dollars from this business, but Frankly, a number of those those startups that I was at and other ones ended up, you know, generating zero. They just wiped out invest. They didn't generate returns for investors. They didn't generate returns for those of us that were employees. Uh, so we're not likely to have that sort of a wipeout either. So we're comfortably in in the middle and uh, with just a very good business and and it's very very fun being an entrepreneur. Awesome, seventy one million dollars in value across fifteen states. How many family? Yep. How many people have you provided housing for? We cumulatively ha- have had. We've sold yes. a couple of those, but but let's just say we we peaked at about twenty two hundred uh, families 
that, that we were providing uh, a housing for. That is absolutely incredible. Well, this has been Seth Green with Jefferson Lilly of Park Avenue Partners and mobilehomeparkinvestors.com. Jefferson, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>